This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3221 for Monday the 7th of December 2020. Today's show is entitled, HPR Community News for November 2020, and is part of the series, HPR Community News. It is hosted by HPR volunteers, and is about 49 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, HPR volunteers talk about shows released, and comments posted in November 2020. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hi everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. This time it's Community News for November 2020. Will this year ever end, Dave? Joining me tonight is... (laughs) (laughs) You'll never guess who it is. (laughs) Dave Morris. And the cat in the background, you can probably hear her. Yeah. Um, So, uh, this is a... HPR is a community podcast... That is where the shows are submitted by the listeners, very much like you, in fact, exactly like you. And for those of you who missed the opportunity to post a show this year, I have some great news. 260 new slots have just opened up for the year 2021. <laughs> so feel free to send in your shows. We're it's wonderful how that happens them. every year, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Amazing. It's like... So, Dave, would you like to welcome our new hosts, please? Yes, yes, we have a an interesting uh, young uh, fella who's joined us. He's called Porik, am I right? Jeroen Fallon. So it might be some relation here. I, I could be, could like. be. Distant mm-hmm, relation, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Very hardly because he's into Star Wars and I, uh, I'm a Trekkie, so... Oh, uh, uh, right, couldn't right. Be, okay. Couldn't be possibly Beyond the pale, uh, related. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, yes, that's uh, that's my son, Pucky. Yeah, it's great. It's so, good to see. Good to see the, the hierarchy sort of being passed on and stuff. Good. Yep. Well, I suppose he uh, he wore me down and got me to make a uh, a character sheet. So, I guess... <laughs> I was able to wear him down and get him to do a record a show. <laughs> yeah, seems fair enough. So um, this show, for people who are new to HPR, is a show where we go through the shows that have been posted in the last month so that everybody feels like they've been heard. And they have. But sometimes it's better to hear that <laughs> directly from the community without having to wait two years for your first feedback. <laughs> yeah, true. And the first show, oddly enough, last month was the Community News for October 2020, and we had no comments, Dave, which means we weren't controversial enough. So let's fix that tonight. Our controversy levels are are low, aren't they? Yeah, we must boost them up. 
And then we had pens, pencils, paper, and ink, part three. I can't believe you only managed to squeeze three episodes out of this series. Very disappointed, <laughs> Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, there are ways in which one could go on and on and on about this. I, I sort of, I don't know whether the vibes were, were, were telling me, oh, I'm not sure this, maybe two other people are listening, but uh, the rest are not. So, but, but never know. Well, you never know. Somebody might say, hey, Dave, do some more of them. So I might do some more uh, sometime in the future. Exactly. Send in your comments, folks. And then we had uh, income, life assurance, and then Chopin, which is a bit of a giveaway for our Paul Quirk up there in Canada. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a nice way to end a, a, an episode. I, I quite like, I'm enjoying this. And good tips, actually, all around. Uh, yes, there. yes. The whole business about managing your finances and all that sort of stuff is something we should, it should just be part of, you know, normal education, shouldn't it? I don't know whether it is these Indeed, days, yeah. but it wasn't in my day. Just, no. you know, get out there and earn money and then yeah, and fall down whatever holes you fall down. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. I, we do spend a significant amount of time with the kids here teaching them that sort of stuff, how to mm-hmm. uh, how to balance a budget and how to you know order a line and de- determine if something's good value or not. But, yeah. Yes, yes. Th- this led to, this particular show led to some conversations within the family on areas that I'm not at liberty to talk about. But in nothing... <laughs> Nothing, uh, nothing that I can, uh, nothing major, all in a good, positive way. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Well, it's uh, good to have these conversations, I'm sure. Indeed. So, bad audio, weed eaters, bugs and sprinklers and bubbles. I had no clue what you meant by this, but I think, uh, yeah, bad audio. <laughs> that's for that's for sure. <laughs> Legendary, you know, we I have think. this, you know, we have this thing on HPR, you know, uh, we will accept it so long as it's audible. And this show was right on the edge for me. Uh, yeah, say. me too. Yeah, yeah. But I was able to get through it. I was able to. Uh, I was able to understand it. Particularly, what an, a weed eater is a uh, is is a streamer. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. It's I've heard other names for these things. It's basically, it's a piece of string whizzing around on a on a, motor, yeah. a spindle yeah and 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 it whacks things and yeah yeah I've, i quite like the term weed whacker actually i've heard that uh-huh. Uh-huh. but uh, that, that describes what it does but weed eater i don't know most of the weeds yeah. get thrown in my face i find when i use mine i'm not careful but i did uh, i did enjoy this it was a nice uh, a nice show mm-hmm Yep, yep. No, operator has got some interesting things to to say. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear them all. <laughs> I think no. Already, uh, he's seen because he was trying a new um, uh, new lapel mic, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, in later shows that he submitted, that's some of the issues have already been resolved. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Always improving. Yeah. We've probably all fallen down oh, that yes. type of hole in the, in our time. Oh, so yes. you know, not to make Absolutely. too much of it. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I normally wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't even comment on it so much, except that we know operators a, a long-term host and isn't going to get offended. <laughs> so, a 
activity pub. And oddly enough, I uh, how this is uh, better social media um, by um, Ahuka his series. And oddly enough, I pointed somebody to this very topic today. Um, this whole the whole concept of um, free libre open source uh, communication tools come up, and basically I was able to silence. You know, I sent this link, and then suddenly the whole chat went silent for about five minutes as everybody was reading the the uh, articles so very good yeah 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 it's uh some very um concentrated information here which is what uh, what Ahuka does which is fantastic so it's a resource you can go back and refer to again and again i think so yeah i need to absolutely. refer to it some more myself because i haven't absorbed it all yet but uh, it's it's a fascinating subject so a small intro to 3D printing from Irun Button. Uh, they're about a 3D Ender printer. Uh, following a call from me to uh, which about requesting more shows on 3D printers. And oddly enough, what do you know? People send in shows on 3D printers. Yeah, yeah. Was, this is good. I enjoyed this. I mean, it, it didn't tell me anything I didn't know, but it's always fascinating to hear how other people see a thing that you think you understand yourself and then find that, hang on, they've got a different viewpoint. That's really interesting. You know? so, yeah, I thought it did this a great job. This was all new stuff to me, Dave. All of this was new. Mm -hmm. You, oh, you of course, have a 3D printer. I so do you, have Everything it. is a spool of, of plastic cable. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about it one time. <laughs> yes, yes, I am waiting for that. Actually, <laughs> I've done one show on, uh, on my three D printer. Yeah, it needs another one. So, uh, one big question. First show, Podrick asks a big life question. Well, okay, more like an undead question. So, is it a vampire or a lich? Lich, vampire or a lich? What do you? Which side do you come on, Dave? Well, I consulted with my. Uh, my local expert who said uh, a lich is preferable because they're more powerful on the magic front. So there you go. That's the end of the, end of the story as far as I'm concerned. Enigma says, great first show. Enjoyed your first show. I never knew I wanted to be a vampire. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you came down on the wrong side there, Enigma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you Enigma, know, look, it's you need to knock on the your, your powers are only of use half the day if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. and you need to be invited into somebody's home. Please come in and slay me, why don't you? Yeah, no, <laughs> Lich, Lich, definitely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm told anyway, I don't know. And indeed, and, uh... indeed, indeed. And we had Paul Quirk again, uh, retro computing. They, this was enjoyable. I was uh, pulling in some poles in the garden listening to this. This was very enjoyable. Yeah, this is a hobby of Paul's, I, I believe. I think he's done other other shows on this. Yeah, he? Am, exactly. I, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he does know a lot about this stuff, which is which is really cool. Yeah, I personally don't know that much, even though I lived through that time because I I just had the one machine and stuck with it. You know, the um, the BBC Micro was my machine for many many years. So, Didn't uh, have <laughs> yeah, went straight into the PCs. The only uh, we had. Commodore 64s in school, all right, and there are Apple IIs there, but I prefer the Commodores, they were easier to program. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, I actually did an evening class. I taught an evening class in BBC Basic, but uh, using a lab at the university I was working at. So, uh, so yeah, I did get into that to a fair degree. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a good time. There was a lot of exciting things going on then. The microcomputer revolution or whatever they called it at the time. Do a show about it, <laughs> Forgotten it all. <laughs> the following day, Taj had. I should actually have the uh, website with the dates, with the day number behind it. Remind me to fix that as well. Taj gave us his view on the 3D printing. And this was actually quite good about the FFM and FDM and the Ender 3D. Seems to be, Ender 3 seems to be the way to go if you're, if you want to get into printing. Not too yeah. expensive either. It's it's a good price. There was the original Ender 3, which I have, and now there's a Ender 3 Pro and a version 2. Version 2 is a little bit more expensive, but it's fixed a lot of the, the problems. I'm almost tempted to get one, another one, actually, but I don't know. I would be scolded, probably, if I did such a wicked thing. But, um, no, it, it, it just would be nice to have something that... Uh, that's a bit more reliable than the old Ender 3. I think the one I got was a l- little bit shaky in some of its its features. Mm-hmm. And you can work around them. You, you can fix them, but I, I don't think we've fixed them all yet. <laughs> so, uh, okay. but yeah. Anyway, no, it's, it's really good. Tad knows a lot about this subject, so it's yes. really good to, to yes, hear from does. him. Yes, it does. Looking forward uh, to the full series, actually. Well, that's what I wrote here to myself. We need more three D printing stuff from Tat. <laughs> so you know, we really do do need to have some more in depth stuff if he's up for it. That would be fantastic. And of course, your room is all. Oh, and anybody else yeah, yeah. who wants to Any, send in. anybody who uh, who can contribute to that, that would be wonderful. So backups of your backups of backups. Do you have backups of your backups? Well, you better listen to this rant. This was uh, <laughs> this was this was interesting, and I know exactly what he did. And I hope to have a follow up show for this about the uh, cloud solutions. Very very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to do do everything myself, and I probably made a mess by doing it that way. But uh, but at least I'm I'm not worried about. Spider oaks and other other such witnesses. Yeah, somebody deciding that you're, you know, you you uh, you clone a CD, uh, you purchased a CD, you put it onto your PC, and then you put it into a backup to have your backup, which is all of which is perfectly legal legal in the Netherlands. And uh, I'm not a lawyer, by the way. And then you can't access it because somebody checked your backups on the cloud and decides that you're not allowed to have that. That's that's huh. invasive. That's I, I would say. I would say so too. Yes, yes. I uh, I avoid anything cloud as much as I possibly can. So uh, that wouldn't and be a thing for me. Also, that you take a photo and then a uh, <laughs> your photo isn't saved. A copy of a, a low resolution version of your photo saved because you haven't subscribed to the master plan. And oh god, that that kind of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do here, you know. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I had a photo where somebody, some commercial organization, came along and said, "Oh, uh, since you put it up as a 
public domain thing. We're going to use it in our brochure or something like that. <laughs> so I thought, oh, well, I don't give a damn. <laughs> you do what the hell you like with it. But I was just a little bit shocked that uh, that I had such an approach, and it was sort of a, a given that they would they would just grab it and run away with it. That was on yeah. Flickr many years ago. Oh, okay. Um, next day, Dungeons and Dragons for the Blind, Kalatu, has done a show. And the best person to comment on that was, without any surprise, Mike Ray. Shall you read this one or shall I? I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, do, so Mike, <laughs> Mike says, thanks for a great show. Thanks for this episode, Klaatu. There were some good things in there to think about. Bit of a pity you didn't use the theatre of the mind phrase to em- emphasise the way DMs and players can enhance their enjoyment by graphic and detailed description. But I guess it's a bit of a cliché. I will think about responding to this show with one of my own and what I've done in, on the way to taking up D&D again after over 40 years of not playing since I was at school. One one term I had never heard until this show is dice tower. Now, I think you might have caused a few more quid to leave my bank and end up in Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Even though I can't see the <laughs> dice, I've been unable to resist buying lots of them recently. On listening to the Critical Role podcast, I fell in love with the sound of what sounded like a wooden dice tray. Typing Roll D20 at a Linux prompt is useful, but lacks soul. Did I not see a Hackaday about six months ago where there was a, you could pick up a dice and put it underneath a camera and it would do OCR on it and tell you what the number was? I'm not like, well, that. I want to check that out. I, mm, mm, mm. That would be cool. I saw that somewhere. Yes, Anywho, I remember yes. the the dice tower thing. I remember Cartu mentioning this did, some time did. ago. Somebody in New Zealand who who makes these, I think, isn't it? And it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I followed it up and had a look at it. It looked absolutely lovely. Really nice piece of work. Quite fancy one myself for no no good reason other than it looks really nice. So, following day, we had a fireside chat with Enigma. So it was a bit rambly, I must say, but uh, never actually spoken to him in uh, real life. Talked to him a lot online, but uh, there you go. Mm, he sounds like a really, really nice guy. Very cool. Knows lots of stuff and uh, long, lot of experience there. I really enjoyed this. It was a great, uh, great episode. <laughs> it was, yeah, he seemed to be enjoying himself. Uh, Going over the the history of stuff and getting back into uh, HPR and that type of thing as well, which is good to hear. Yeah, and he's got some good ideas coming up as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, looking forward to them. So, Paul Quirk, I was up hoovering the bedrooms when I heard this one. <laughs> I don't know why, why I have to tell you this, but it's it's a fact of life. Uh, why come with a pine book and my thoughts on the DMCA takedown for uh, YouTube DL? Mm-hmm. So uh, that was that was nice. Yeah, no, good stuff. Good stuff again. It be it never occurred to me to um, to do anything like what he was doing with a with a tablet to sign PDFs. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a pretty amazing thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. It makes perfect sense when you yeah uh, absolutely, you absolutely. It, yeah. Uh, yeah 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 and and the technology to do that on a 
on a pine book too is uh, is quite impressive. Yep. So yeah, it's, excellent. It's the Linux thing again. If it's in the kernel, it's in the kernel. You know, you, it's right there. You just plug it in, and oh, it works. Awesome stuff. Uh, Charlie Brown AU says feedback from HPR three two zero eight E. Good day, Paul. I emailed you feedback response regards Charlie Brown from AU. It's good to know. And the next day we had the Linux in-laws with their interview on Nextcloud and Kevin had some feedback, which will now be read. So yes, Kevin O'Brien says, I love the show. Great interview with Frank Karlitschek. I'd love to know more about Nextcloud. So yeah. Calling all cars, calling all cars. We need shows on Nextcloud, calling all cars. All cars. And you know what else I need, Dave? What's up? I need a show about WireGuard, Dave. I emailed <laughs> a certain person down in the foot of England in Ooh, order to get that show. That person, yeah. Oh. Yes. Because yes, I have yes. actually the text of the show. So the person only needs to record it or tell me <laughs> to record it for them. Yes, yes. You have to ask that person directly. I, I'd have thought I already have. Oh the right, okay. person has not got back to me, or maybe they uh, have because I'm having mail issues. I'm not sure I'm getting responses uh, from uh, this stuff. Uh, okay, okay. Um, I think that the person you you're talking about is on uh, Mastodon. If oh, I yeah. remember remember right, um, I would I can tell you off offline what information I have on that subject. Indeed, indeed. Oh, I do have that person on Mastodon, indeed. Okay, GIMP Patterns and Gradients by Hohuka, his GIMP series, uh, that go beyond simple colors and let you create interesting images. This is yeah. uh, this is quite nice, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew vaguely uh, that such a thing existed, but I hadn't really delved into it. So I'm quite intrigued to uh, to mess around with this when I get a moment. Good stuff. And don't forget, folks, there with the hookah shows, there's always plenty of information on his own website there. Chainsaws by operator. Chainsaws, not something I had a little bit of experience with, but uh, not something I I regularly would have. So I think no, in the States, no. there seems to be a lot more nature around. Yeah, well, yeah. As I had a conversation with NY Bill years ago, saying, "Are you lucky people with all your trees?" And he said, "Yeah, but you lot cut all yours down, didn't you? <laughs> make make <laughs> ships and stuff." And of course, he's quite right. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, yeah. So they do exist here, but it's not a it's not a thing that most most people have. I think. Don't know anybody who has a chainsaw personally. Yeah, no, I know a few, but you wouldn't. It's not something that you would get access to. I've used one in my in my time, but it's not. Wouldn't be high on my list. Like <laughs> for my back garden, wouldn't be a little bit overkill. You know what I mean? Three D printer. I might be able to get chainsaw. No, that would be hard to get past the family budget. <laughs> no, should be told. Quite, I quite enjoy the process of. Uh... Cutting up uh, uh, bits of wood and stuff, but uh, indeed, indeed, 
I've, I've certainly pruned a, a tree in my back garden with a, but I've just used a, a hand saw, you know, a, prune, mm-hmm. big, a pruning saw, and that does the does the job pretty well. You know, so having a, owning a, a chainsaw, just like I don't own a hedge trimmer because I got a pair of shears. <laughs> can, you, know, you know, just go snip, snip with them, and you're you're good. Yeah, I don't have a lawnmower because I got the scythe. You know, <laughs> the <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'd love to learn to use a scythe. That would be fun. I've but, uh, I've used it in the past. Oh, it's not bad actually. It's uh, it's all about all about control. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, my the dad had blade, a. We used to blade. use a sickle to do various uh, weedy uh-huh. type things when I was a kid. I was fairly good with a sickle, but you have to sort of grovel down and be on your hands and knees to to do it. Uh-huh. So it would be great. But yeah, it's you work, easily <laughs> you easily take your your toes off. I would have thought if you're not not uh, quite knowing what you're doing. Cool. Um, next day. We had Biza back with an excellent show. And the thing about this is I heard it and I had to wait three days before I got time to actually play it. But uh, the challenge was to use a Model 3B as your daily driver. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. What an interesting thing to do. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's not not unreasonable. I mean, it is the way things are, are moving. The 3B is... is uh, is not not as nowhere near as powerful as today's uh, Model Four machines, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously, and he's well aware of that, obviously. But uh, it's a case of what he had, <laughs> which is fair enough. Yeah, and uh, in actual fact, I have had a three B as my secondary uh, screen here, so I've got uh, two screens: my laptop uh, on a on one screen, and then to the right, I've got a another screen which I just updated from a. An 11 inch to a 14 inches no from a 14 inch to a 21 inch which just mm-hmm. fits nicely a nice uh more not a 16 by 9 but uh you know the more square ratio and i put the four there on that one with eight gigs of ram but up until this the 3b has been uh you know so long as you do one thing on it it's been absolutely fine a bit mm-hmm. chuggy yep. when it goes to video so what I wanted to be able to do was just use it as a second screen for doing video conferencing. Okay. And, uh, okay. The 4B might be a little bit better for that, I'm thinking. Yes, yes. I must admit I was a bit tempted by the Pi 400, the one that's mm. uh, built into mm. a keyboard. But I, I, I can't really justify it because I've got loads of Pis and they're all headless and doing various jobs. But uh, yeah. the 400 would be quite a fun thing to, to play with. Um, and yeah. very usable in this sort of way as a as a sort of low spec desktop type thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Interesting. Next day, electrical safety, because uh, Paul is a electrician, and none of this uh, qualifies as as advice or whatever. But uh, I asked to do a little show for us, and uh, he did this one. So Norris says, great episode. I hope you do more about work in the electrical trades. Maybe some detail about getting into the industry and what apprenticeships are like. And Kevin O'Brien says, I love the show. I thought this was a great show. I look forward to more. So, yeah, good. 
it's quite unusual actually as a show show content and it's good to hear people's um work experience of the of this sort i, I was most intrigued by it absolutely very good operator send in a rant about websites and he goes over the history of websites and the complex nature of security in complex websites and right now at this moment dave i couldn't agree with him more given that my own website has been redirected they managed to find a way to put the to redirect the wordpress site to some other location and i've spent an hour fixing it so yeah and that's with all the security things turned on so yes I, yes i agree it's, with operator on this one it's a strangely fragile thing i've never been all that keen on the way that the, the web has, has evolved i mean it's it's it does wonderful things compared to the early days and stuff but it just all seems to be based on on a quite a a fragile structure underneath to my mind i don't know am i wrong uh, yeah <coughs> so yeah, yeah i think uh i think i'm going to do, i was just saying to you that uh while wordpress is great and all you it's it's just too complex for you know my website is just static pages so i'm tempted to just code it in html and push them up you know job done mm mm-hmm yeah well it's it's yeah it's quite desirable to do something like that but uh yeah operator's point about not really being able to analyze a site anymore just mm. just point w get at it and and uh wait to see what you get back and examine it it's not nowhere no. it's not a thing that that uh gets you anywhere no. so no it's yeah you're in the middle of a and it's going to be worse with um html2 or this uh web2 thing that they're that they're mm-hmm. pushing the google thing it's it'll be just a, a, a data pipe and that whole concept of of view source is out the window as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, mm. uh, it's, the world's going to change a lot well in that regard <laughs> whether it will or won't is a, is a good question because um what i find what i'm finding now is that a lot of uh i got a contacted by google saying that my website uh wasn't doing it correctly that they that i'm blocking indexing in the in uh, robots.txt and i shouldn't be doing that what i should be doing was putting in a special google tag in every single page and i'm going no you're not telling me what I'm going to do. I don't care if nobody comes to my website. I don't care if Google doesn't do my website. The only person that my website is about is me. I use it. That If I want to tell somebody, here's an article that I've published for myself, and you might find it useful, here's a link. I could care less. I couldn't care less or could care less. Which is it? Could not. I could not care less if it was mm-hmm. never indexed by Google. Anyway, you know yes, that. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I agree, I agree with that very much. It's uh, it's it's just the way that the world is, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm tempted to go back. Uh, um, Deep Geek and the lads had a uh, Gopher website at one stage. I think, yeah, I actually am more inclined to go go Gopher. Maybe it's this is just where I am. It's a journey that you go through, you know. Eventually, uh, 
you get sick of everything being so complex and you go back to a gopher website and it's probably a deep underground network of old graybeards who are using <laughs> gopher websites. Yeah, do you know that is really fascinating. I can remember we, we ran a uh, ran gopher at the university I was at um, and it was, it was doing really well. It, it, it was just the early days of people putting up stuff that you could access over mm-hmm. the internet. And um, then I remember... Um, being in some committee that was looking at this wonderful new H- HTML stuff, HTTP stuff, and you know the conclusion was, oh yeah, we should drop Gopher and move to this. But we, it took a while before we did drop Gopher, but it was it was still around for quite some time. But I don't know that that the conclusion drawn there was based on much information. It was just it was new and shiny. I think new and shiny. Than, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I was never, never very. I'd, I'd have been happy with Gopher. I really enjoyed playing with that. So, for anybody who really wants to dislike a hookah, it's very hard. It really is because the man is a nice guy. You know, no matter what you say, he gets a three D <laughs> printer, and what does he do with it? He gives it away. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Well, good for him and all. No, it's, 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 it makes you feel guilty about even wanting to. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) It's excellent. The thing, the thing I, I I was going to comment on, but I thought I'm messing, I'm messing, I'm being controversial. I know, I know. I was to say, but Hooker, what, what was it? What printer was it? It would be lovely to know what it was, so I could say. The model number, yeah. Ah, the model, what, what model was it? I actually looked at the, um, OLF 2018, I think, site. I looked, did a search for OLF and Raffle, and it was a yeah. Lulzbot Mini. I think it was it was commented on in January 2018. I'm not sure when that was, when the conference was. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the year previous, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's just me being nosy. I wanted to know, you know. But yeah, the, the Enable people seem to be utterly delighted with this awesome. um, with this printer because it was much better than what they had. So, so yeah, lots and lots of... Uh, points there for a hooker I would say that's a very very good thing to do they're basically build prosthetic arms and mm-hmm. prosthetic mm-hmm. bits for people like what what a cool idea absolutely absolutely anywho Jeroen uh, wanted to buy a second home in France this is a this is an interesting one from the point of view of, well I don't want to buy a home in France but uh there you are, if you did. It's a nice example of using the data that you have available to you nowadays to to approach a problem and to filter it down. And yeah. I must admit, I've done something very similar to this. <laughs> Not this, but I've, I've, I've been recently parsing uh, files for to extract data in a very similar way to this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, it's it's fascinating. It was it's always good to hear people's solutions to to things like this, and the fact that it is relatively easy these days to uh, to get this sort of data, and then if you've got the skills to uh, to extract what you want and do do clever things with it, it's uh, so yeah. It was it was quite an impressive journey that he was talking about there. And if you look at the site he mentioned, the overpassturbo.eu. 
it's quite an interesting looking place actually yeah yeah most intriguing pretty cool yeah i wouldn't mind a house in france but uh no nope. 30, uh, 30, 30 days a year that's all you're going to be able to spend now dave <laughs> I want to escape. I become French, get away from this stupid Brexit nonsense. Uh, you have to learn French, you know. You have to pass <laughs> yeah. a basic French. How I French know, are I you? Know. Exam. I know. I know. I've, and I've earn people... more than three hundred, whatever a year. Yeah. Uh, I've seen. Yeah, it's not really, not really set up for old age pensioners and stuff. But um, yeah, who don't speak French very well? Um, Schoolboy French, La Plume de Maton, well, and all that stuff. <laughs> If you wait long enough, uh, Scotland may devolve and come back into the EU, and then you'll yeah, have no yeah, yeah, true. Nip true, over true. to Northern Ireland, <laughs> come yeah. down to the Republic, and get your furry a whole way around the back. <laughs> the next show was one from Brian in Ohio, which. Was I think you've uh, run off the end of the oh, month? Oh, I have. have you? Yes, you and have, you're going to have yeah. to tune in next month. Yes, <laughs> to find out what that was all about. Oh, As, yes, it's easily indeed. done. It's easily done. So where are we now? What's the next part traditionally, Dave? Miss comments from last month. Yep. Well, that comment was your comment, and you sent it during the show. I did, and. Um, and I think you mentioned what it was at the time. I didn't. So, <laughs> so even though the algorithm says, oh, we probably missed this, so we should talk about it now, I think we can probably uh, skip over it. All righty. That was, so, it was a good uh, comment, though. It's a good comment. I enjoyed it. I posted, I myself posted three comments to uh, Audacity stuff because um, I wanted to uh, split up an album. And uh, I went back to HBR 1771, which was John Culp's show, to say that, yes, I found how to label tracks. Then I went to Audacity Chain Notches and Labels, which was Cheeto 4493, which I need as well. Thank you very much. That was a whole piece of the puzzle. And my own show, 2881, which was automatically split an album into tracks in Audacity, proving <laughs> that I have totally lost my memory. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but it's good. It's good when you think, oh, I don't know how to do this. Oh, I wonder if somebody's doing it. Oh, it's me. I did it. Yeah, that, so that is <laughs> that is pretty good. That is really good. It just goes to show that HBR does uh, serve a great purpose then. It does. So, you know, this uh, the of interest hackers can also extend to yourself. Uh, you... <laughs> find it interesting and yourself in six months time will find it interesting <laughs> or, or well, in that case uh what was it when did i record that show a year previous yeah 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 i um i did something very similar actually i i i can't remember what it exactly what it was now i was there's some i hit a problem while i was trying to fix something and I thought, oh, I don't know how to solve this. Oh, maybe I have so solved this before. And I go looking on my wiki, which you can search in reasonably sophisticated ways and find, yeah, I'd gone into enormous detail to tell myself how to solve this next time round. Except that I'd forgotten that I had told myself how to solve this next time round. So uh, it was, yeah, it's, it's really, really easy to do. <laughs> Having somewhere where, where you keep that information is good. 
And that is HBR. <laughs> do you want to do Andrew's on? Yes, Andrew um, did a show entitled Metrics Part 2, and I wrote a comment to him just looking up a word where she said he didn't know. Uh, and he says, Dave, thank you for looking that up. Dividing surprises me, actually. It's what it was. The word was geodesic. Uh, surprises me, actually, as I was thinking it was more to do with movement, but lines divide a 2D space, great circles divide a sphere, so it makes sense. And he answers Sesame Mucho, who says, and says, glad it was helpful. On a tangent is a very apt choice of words. So uh, it was all about things pertaining to tangents, of course. Yep. And MKV, to back up your media question from Archer72, um, in response to... Uh, Jane Duck, uh, who, uh, thanks for the show, unfortunately, a better local Windows partitions. Uh, uh, I use Handbrake to compress the video files. So, uh, sounds great idea for your show. What did you find works best for the compression settings? Did you use standard settings or find tweaks that would best suit your setup? So Archer72 donning the role there of a HBR volunteer and extracting another show out of somebody. Well done, him. <laughs> well done, yes, indeed. So we had the show from Paul Quirk, Meet Antithesis, and um, there's a comment from Brian in Ohio that says, Great show. Have you considered doing a series on Dark Table? It would dovetail nicely with the GIMP series. And Ahuka, who's doing the GIMP series, says, Completely agree with Brian. Well, he says, I agree with Agree with Brian. I think Brian has the right idea. A show or maybe several on Dark Table would be awesome. Again, channeling the HPR. <laughs> yes, yes. Send in your shows. Luke, send me your shows. Yeah. What do you do next, well Dave? Be some. Uh, right. Um, we look at the mailing list, I think, don't we? Let's look at the mailing list, the mailing list, the mailing list. On the mailing list was a discussion about Mike Ray and Dungeons and Dragons, an episode request, uh, which was a continuing of the uh, request for blind shows. So. Then we had a email from Klaatu about the HPR RPG Club November one. And they just concluded Shadowrun 5. Um, next, they'll be doing Dead Earth, the classic 1990s post-apocalyptic and GNU-free document license RPG because such a big part of the game is character building with standout, start out with a session dedicated to generating characters. As usual, the schedule is available in a completely difficult to read XML file or in an ICS file that doesn't load for me. Oh, I didn't actually try to be honest. Ah, okay. Open case, it's 2020-10-04. And I just want to say that that is 
that is suspended at the moment for uh so the hpr uh club is the dnd stuff is temporarily suspended for a while until the new year hopefully not too long okay um accessible ios app for rolling a dnd dice by mike ray and uh got a mention buying player post a few days ago about playing dnd was in the october news uh listening to the electrical pc last night listening to the electrical results trying to get together for an idea for an audible poly rice roller with an esp 8266 microcontroller got the design together but in the spare minutes i checked ios app store and found a totally accessible app called uh, neutral 20 light it'll roll a d4 6 8 10 12 20 100 and etc with voiceover on the ios device it works well um so uh, that's pretty much a, a tip there for blind players or visually impaired players for D and D. Very cool. I'm intrigued that he's making a, or he was making a, a device based around an ESP eight two six six. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Cool. I have a uh, finished that one. I have day. a show recorded on an ESP two, not on, but about an ESP two. Cool. So, do you want to do Kevin's one? Yes, Kevin it. asks, apropos the uh, the discussion earlier about uh, Nextcloud, uh, he says that he just listened to the interview with Frank Karliszczyk on Linux in-laws, and he also commented on it. it. got me thinking. He said the interview was mostly about the project itself, which is fine, but it left me wanting more. I suspect there are people in HBO that can satisfy my requests one i'd love to have maybe a short series that might look at how nextcloud is installed and configured and then it's some of the applications you might want to use what are the best apps to replace things like the google apps for instance number two if you did install these apps would they work on mobile phones like my android pixel what would have to happen for that to work do i need enough do i need other apps on my phone and three, where can this be hosted? I suspect my internet provider won't let me run a server at home that talks over the internet. What other options do I have? Are any of them relatively inexpensive? How technical do I need to be to set this up? So you can see there's a lot here, and I hope someone's will pick it up. <laughs> Regards, Kevin O'Brien. So, yeah, good. Just the sort of questions I'd like to hear answered as well, actually. It's interesting because in the last week or three, I've heard several different people talking about requesting own cloud. It seems to be just right now people are interested in own cloud. So mm -hmm. let's yeah. do it, folks. No. Send in uh, own clouds. All level of don't don't assume that just because you've uh, installed it once yourself that that show will not be of interest to us. It will because uh, everyone's view on the thing is unique, as you said yourself about the printer episode. So, uh, yes, please send us in your shows. Mm -hmm. And it's next cloud, really, that we want, rather than own cloud. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
So, it's time to announce the ninth annual New Year's Eve show, where the community gets together on Mumble to welcome each and every time zone for the new year. Nine years ago, an idea was put forth to have an event where podcasters and listeners would get an opportunity to exchange greetings, regardless of the time zone, blah, blah, blah. It's the HPR New Year's show. It'll be starting on the 31st at 10 a.m. in the morning, and will continue for at least 26 hours if not longer, so long as there's banter, we shall be recording. Oh, yes. There you go. Bring some beer, Dave, and we can have a chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, it's uh, always good to, to uh, listen to it, at the very least. Um, so, yeah, I usually try and pop in um, at some point. So hopefully that will work out again this year. Good. And do you want to update us on the tags and summary stuff? Yes, scroll, scroll, scroll. Got too many tabs here. Uh, just to tell you that there are no updates. So. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 the time ran out. I don't know what happened to this this past month. I I didn't manage to get uh, the things I wanted to do um, done. So uh, yes, so there we go. It happens like that sometimes. Yep. So Dave, next month. What disasters will have uh, alien landings? Apparently, that's already <laughs> happening with all the monoliths appearing around the place. And, uh, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, we had we had worldwide pa- pandemic, fire, wildfires, <laughs> floods, earthquakes, disasters. Yep. Okay. Yep. And the Arecibo radio telescope fell apart. Fell. Which is very, yeah, very, yeah. very, very sad indeed. Yeah. Very sad. It's, yeah. Well, there you go. Such, and from you, the dolphin has gone. The missing, <laughs> presumed dead. Ah, dear, oh dear. That so is. yeah, who knows yeah. what uh, what December will bring? Join us now and share the software. You. We're supposed to do the tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public. Rainy, oh! <laughs> yeah, you think you think that I'd know how to do that by now? Anyway, <laughs> you get there. Talk to you later, Dave. Yes. See you soon. Cheers. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.